0: The ROI that you will receive by investing into the marketing and sales side of your business is exponentially higher than any return on investment you will ever get from anything else.
1: How great would it be to buy a piece of institutional quality, income-producing commercial buildings? Well, now you can with Building Bits. It's not a REIT or a fund. Building Bits is a new platform for non-accredited investors where virtually anyone, regardless of income, can select a building lease to a major corporation with a guaranteed long-term lease. You can now invest in the same quality assets, which have previously only been available to institutions and wealthy individuals. Once you choose your building on BuildingBits.com, you can invest as little as $500 and receive your share of the rents while building Bits team of real estate pros handles all the management aspects of the building. For the first time, the big corporations in America can actually start paying you. And when the building is sold in the future, the potential appreciation is redistributed to everyone so you don't just get the rental income but also in the upside. Best of all, since these securities are SEC qualified, they are freely tradable immediately. The $500 minimum with no upfront fees is available for a limited time. There are great properties available nationwide with major tenants, so don't wait. Go to buybits.us today and pick your property before they're all sold out of their current inventory. That's buybits.us. That's buy, B-U-I, bits, B-I-T-S, dot U-S. The SEC offering circular is available at buildingbits.com. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Joe Gilletti, how you doing, Joe?
0: I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. Great to be with the best ever listeners.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear that and looking forward to our conversation. A little bit about Joe. He's the host of the Billions in Real Estate show and founder of Exponential referrals, a digital marketing agency. He's working to refer up to $1 billion in real estate this year based in Melbourne, Florida. And you can learn more about his company. It's exponentialreferrals.com, which is a link in the show notes page. Just click on through to that. So with that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus?
0: Absolutely. So I'm a third generation real estate professional. My grandfather owned a real estate brokerage back in the 60s. My dad worked in it his whole life. And when I got into college, I caught the bug too. And since 2003, 2004, I've been doing real estate. However, in the last two years and more, I fell in love with marketing. And so I decided to start a digital marketing agency to help real estate agents and real estate professionals close more deals. And so that's our focus now.
1: So you help real estate professionals close more deals. Real quick, just a random question. You're in Melbourne, Florida. I'm picking up a Midwest bit of a accent. Are you from the Midwest originally?
0: That is impressive. Yes, I'm originally from Chicago area. There so we go. Very okay. impressive. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I think I've
1: interviewed so many people I can kind of pick up on accents. I was like, "Wait a second. This his, his, his the way he talks doesn't fit with Florida." Okay, cool.
0: I got smart and left all the cold weather and went <laughs> to the warm weather.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, working to refer a billion dollars in real estate this year. What does that mean exactly?
0: Okay. So as you know, in any kind of real estate endeavor, we're not in the real estate business, we're in the marketing business, right? So what we found was there's a lot of people out there trying to generate leads for real estate agents or real estate investors or name that field of real estate that you're doing, right? So what we found is that a lot of those leads, real estate agents complain, these are garbage leads. So what we did is we said, hmm, how do we make leads better? So when we look at the process, and this is true of when you talk to wholesalers, for example, as well, or when you talk to really any business owner, they're looking for quote unquote, good quality leads. Well, we said, what makes a lead more quality? Mm-hmm. And As we thought through that process, it is, let me just talk to real estate agents first because that, that's the core focus, right? So okay. a real estate agent, we can get them 100, 200 leads in a month. And we thought we would crush the game if we did that and we could work on a referral basis. So we say, look, don't pay us until deals close. So when we first started, we would just generate leads for them and say, go get them, boys. And when they close, pay us referrals.
1: When you say leads, you're referring to
0: the Na- Name, email, and phone number. Name, yep. email, and name phone in-
1: number of a potential motivator. Buyer,
0: buyer or seller of real estate. Okay. Buyer name, email, phone number of a
1: buyer, or seller of real estate. Okay, got it. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yep. No, it's all good. So they responded to some sort of marketing online that said, "Hey, I'm either interested in buying this house, or I'm interested in selling my house, or I'm interested in having this agent help me." The problem was, we thought, "Hey, we'll crush the game." We were 100% wrong. <laughs> Our first 20 clients, we got them hundreds of leads per month, and literally none of those deals closed. Huh? And that was very frustrating because it's like, huh, yeah, you like, did the work. Are the leads bad? <laughs> yeah, we right. did the work, right? and it didn't happen. So the question becomes, why? Why don't these leads close? And so we went and did it ourselves, spent some money in Denver, Colorado, where we're not, to test it in a market we weren't in, to see if it would work. We spent $600 in ads, 60, 90 days, we look out to see how much money is coming into the pipeline. And the answer was uh, $60,000 in gross commission income for an agent there. And we're like, we spent 600 dollars we're getting 60,000 back, not us, the agent, but it's like, that's a hundred times ad spend. It's not the leads. It's how the leads are being followed up on. So it took us the next year of kind of breaking down the process. And this is true, no matter what area of real estate you're in to realize that most people focus on buying leads. And then they check all these different quote unquote lead sources, Facebook leads, Google leads, direct mail leads, sign call leads, whatever, in order to say which leads are better. When the reality is, all of those leads are the same thing. Somebody who's raised their hands to identify themselves. The next thing that always needs to happen is a conversation with those leads, which is the first frustration. Most people never follow up with the leads. They may call them once and leave a voicemail and that's it. They don't call back. It was a junk lead. Well, what we found is that if we could find other communication channels in order to turn leads into conversations and then turn those conversations into appointments, so that real estate agents only have to talk with people who are ready to buy or ready to sell. Right now, real estate agents have a much, much higher likelihood. As a matter of fact, National Association of Realtors says 70% of people work with the first real estate agent they meet face to face. So our whole goal has changed from being simply a lead provider to being an appointment provider. And by providing appointments, a much higher percentage of deals close. So it's a better deal for the agents, it's a better deal for everyone. Now, I know all of your best listeners aren't real estate agents, but it bears out an important point that, well, the industry is missing a little bit, which is everybody's like, oh, I got a lead. Maybe it's a wholesaler who's looking to find a house and they get a lead and they call it once and then nothing happens. The game is not leads. That passed five years ago with Mm -hmm. Facebook and everything else. It's so easy to get leads. Mm -hmm. The game is appointments. How many appointments are you getting every single month to talk with, for example, motivated sellers, or I heard, by the way, great content on your podcast. I saw some of your capital raising podcasts and stuff like that. So good. It's the same game. It's not leads of people that we can talk to about raising money. It's actual appointments to sit down with investors who are looking and purchasing, for example, apartment deals or commercial deals, same game. It doesn't matter if it's a real estate agent, it's a wholesaler, it's an apartment owner. It doesn't matter. We're all playing the same game, which is appointments. It's either appointments to get sellers, get motivated yep. sellers, appointments to get good deals, or it's appointments to raise capital. That's the game. So that's what we've worked on perfecting for the last two years. So now in the state of Florida, what we're doing is we're building out a competitor to Zillow and Realtor.com for agents that provides agents with appointments, and they only have to pay us when the deal's close.
1: That's such a smart business plan. And it's such an interesting insight too, to hear you talk about, it's not the leads, but rather it's the appointments because that leads to conversions and actual transactions taking place. Yeah, you said You've been working on it for the last couple of years to hone that process of actually getting the appointments scheduled on a consistent basis. Tell us about the process that you've been working on.
0: Yes. Most people could survive just off of Facebook. There's a lot of great channels. Everybody's talking about Facebook. And the reality is it's really inexpensive. So, for example, if you're looking for someone to buy houses, I know this is going to be a shock. Joe, you're probably going to think I'm a genius when I say this. But the best way to get people who are interested in buying a house to become a lead is to advertise a house. (laughs) imagine that (laughs) imagine that it's like there's all these marketers out there like they're the cat's meow because they figured this thing out and it's like they advertise the house (laughs) somebody who's interested in that house is like yeah I'd like to see pictures and more information and so they put in their name, email and phone number right so that's a lead it's the same thing Zillow does or Realtor.com there's no secret they advertise houses people say I want more info on that and they give you info that's a lead there's no magic here's the thing though what happens after that so for us What we found is that if we give it to the agent and we say, hey, call them back. I don't know if any realist, know. I love all my real estate agents. I'm a real estate agent, but I started in the investing world. I didn't get my real estate agent license until I figured all this out. So I was like, I'm just going to refer deals when I need my license. So I love everybody, but the reality is most investors that I know kind of complain about the agents not returning phone calls as well. It's a pretty common theme in the industry. So if you're going to base a business around that, probably not a good business plan. (laughs) So we had to figure out okay, obviously when somebody becomes a lead, we should call them back and we should call them back quickly. Great. Same thing if you're finding a motivated seller or even if somebody who's interested in in potentially lending money on a deal, you should call them back quickly. I don't know, it's a dopamine drop to them immediately, right? But if we just depend on business owners doing that, our business would fail. We figured out six other channels that we can do, that we can initiate conversations in with the buyer or seller of real estate or with a real estate agent who's interested in our service or with an investor when we're looking to raise money, six other channels that we could have conversations in. So let's say somebody's on Facebook and they decide, yeah, I'm interested in this house. Or if you're advertising an event to teach people how to invest in apartment deals because you're looking for investors, somebody clicks on it. First thing that should happen is a call. But the next thing that happens is we actually have an automated text process that texts them. Now that doesn't sound crazy, right? But here's what we do that's a little different. We text our leads Three times a day for five days or until they answer. Mm-hmm. And
1: that's most a people are
0: like, "That's, that's, a, that's it, a lot, right?" That was yeah. my thought, right? Yeah. Remember, we spent hundreds I, of thousands I, of dollars on adsman to figure I, this out, right? Blocking you yeah. so quickly. You would think. You would think. Well, well you know I know what I would. <laughs> well, you'd probably just respond. No, this I wouldn't what
1: happened. respond. I'd go straight to if some. Well, okay, so in this scenario, initiated. I I initiated the conversation. Com- okay, all right. That's so I yes. initiated you it. Initiated. Okay.
0: Yep. So I text you back, you don't respond, you're busy. Now, these are high value texts. What do they say? Well, it depends on the thing. But for real estate, the first one is, hey, are you looking to buy sooner or are you just browsing? And we specifically set it up that way to make it easy for them to respond. They want out of the conversation a lot of times. So they'll say browsing. Well, now we're talking. It's almost like when you go into a retail <laughs> store, right? Then go into a retail store. If they say, hey, can I help you? They're like, no, I'm just browsing. You want to say that so you can get them out of your face. But a good salesperson, they'll look at what you're browsing at, for example, find something else in the store that's comparable to that, that they think you might like. And they say, I saw you were looking at this, and I think these shoes would go fantastic with it. Do you like these? At that point, it's almost rude for the person not to respond back because you added value. You tried to provide value to them. They'd be like, oh yeah, I like those. Or no, I don't really like those. Oh, okay. Are you looking for shoes? To... And then you just, you're in conversation. That's the next step of all of your appointments. You need a lead and then you need conversation. Text is one way to do that. And here's the funny thing. Sure. Some people say stop, but most of the people who respond, they say, thanks so much for staying on top of this. I'm sorry. I've been busy. It's my fault. And they just enter the conversation. They appreciate the professionalism of somebody who consistently stays with them, who's requested information. Mm-hmm. That was a shock to us.
1: Yeah. So you said six other channels. Is texting one of those channels or is it just texting? Yeah,
0: so call, texting, email. Email is an obvious one, right? Mm -hmm. Now, next one. Most people don't even think of this. Marketers. Marketers tend to do upsell offers, right? So if you go to buy knives on a website, right? The next one would be like, hey, get two for the price of one. But wait, there's more, right? You got this whole next page that's trying to upsell you, right? Most real estate agents and marketers and people of that nature don't do that. Well, it's a phenomenal business strategy, is there a way to work that when you're generating leads? Well, the answer is yes. So on the next page, we usually they have a video or pictures of the property with a specific offer. So to give an example to people who are doing an event and they're going to raise money at the event, one of the things they could do right on that page is talk about some special unique deals that have actually come up recently. And if you want more information on this, click this button and schedule an appointment to talk with us directly. Boom. It's an upsell offer, right? Small percentage of people take it, but it doesn't matter. You get 100 people to that page and you get three to five scheduling appointments. Most people can close some deals with three to five investors who are coming in. So that's way number four. Way number five is on every page that we're sending people to is chat, just like you see in e-commerce stores and stuff like that. Surprisingly, people will go to the pages and they'll have questions. For us, it's questions about houses. Oh, is this sink bronze or stainless steel? How deep is the sink? Is it laminate floor or hardwood floor? Whatever it is instead of calling a real estate agent who they don't want to talk to, they go into chat and they start typing in their questions there because it's non-committal, right? Right. Guess what? We just turned a lead into a conversation. And then we turn those Mm -hmm. conversations into scheduled appointments with the agent. The last two are search sites. So we have search sites that we send them to where they literally click buttons to say, Hey, they have questions with the agent, another place where we can follow up. And we keep staying in front of that same customer. Anybody who becomes a lead, They're retargeted on Facebook again and again and again. Every single week, they're seeing the same agent, new properties getting sent back into that search site so that, again, if they click again, now we can start the text sequence again. Now we can show them more properties, et cetera, et cetera, and we track everything they're doing. And then lastly, Facebook Messenger is huge. So many of these people, they become a lead, and then for the next five days, we'll send them a video every day. And underneath the video, the Messenger (laughs) button, so that they can talk specifically with the agent. They'll click the button to ask a question, conversations become appointments. So that's call, text, email, online chat, upsell offers, search pages, and Facebook Messenger. And you could also add in voicemail drops if you wanted to add number eight. Most of those you can set up on automation so that you're only actually talking to the person once they've responded. So that's what's changed the game for us. Even if they don't call, we're catching them six other ways.
1: I've gotten in all caps, turn a lead into a conversation. That's the key insight here. And then your business is focused on taking that lead and starting that conversation because then that goes to the appointment which exponentially to use your word oh yeah increase <laughs> increases best
0: listeners ever you heard them. <laughs> you
1: increases the likelihood to convert into a sale how do you make money
0: when the deal closes real estate agents pay us a referral fee how much 25 to 35% depending cool. which is pretty standard for the industry yep got it
1: So taking a giant step back and sticking with the format of the show, but tying into our conversation and your background, what is your best real estate investing advice ever?
0: I think a lot of people have heard this one before, but misunderstood it. So forgive me if I'm repeating it, but here's the best real estate investing advice I've ever received. And it's this, you're in the math business. And most investors assume by the math business is the operation side. Every business has two sides. You got marketing and sales and then you have operations. Most people, especially in real estate, if we were a pie maker, we'd be thinking about the pie. Well, we're in real estate, but we think about the apartment deal. Like, What are the numbers? What's the value add opportunity? When you think about a flip, what are the costs? What percentage are we buying it on? All that kind of stuff. And we think about the operation side of the math because we're taught that many times if you have a good deal, the buyers will come. And that's kind of the whole focus. But the reality is, the way to really explode a real estate investing business or a real estate agency business is to focus on the marketing and sales side. Sales (laughs) is what actually makes money in a business. The operations, yes, they need to be good. They need to be quality. Location obviously is important and all that kind of stuff. But if you focus on the marketing and sales side and you look at the math on that side of the business, it's very interesting because the ROI that you will receive by investing into the marketing and sales side of your business is exponentially higher than any return on investment you will ever get from anything else. Now I'm not suggesting that you should only do that, but the point is it's for example, take a real estate agent and then I'll give an investor example. If you're a real estate agent and let's say it costs you $500 and that's a lot, it doesn't cost us $500. but so let's say it costs you $500 every time you get an appointment with somebody looking to buy a million dollar house. Now, that real estate agent is going to make $25,000 when they sell that house to that buyer. So it's like if they spent $500 every time and they had to have five appointments, which would be a terrible closing rate. Like it should be like 50 to 75%. But let's say it took them five appointments in order to lock somebody in at a million dollar buying price point. That means they spent $2,500 in getting appointments to get $25,000 in revenue. Right. That's a 10X return on your investment in 60 days. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, let's take it to the real estate investing side. Mm -hmm. So many guys, they're like, I just want to get to the next level, right? They're like, I just want to get to the next level. And they're hunting down deals and, and they're doing their stuff. And they're like hustling to find a deal and driving for dollars and all the different things that all of us real estate investors do. But the reality is, if you understood the math side of the business, like investors are afraid to invest into their highest ROIs because even though they know how to do the math, they really can't see the bigger equation, which is this. Let's take apartment investors. Maybe there's guys out there that are just doing four units and they really wish they were doing 100 units. What's mm-hmm. the difference between the guy doing four units and the guy doing 100 units? Well, one is knowledge. And the second one is access to capital. Well, how do you get access to capital? Surely an appointment game. I remember Elon Musk, when I first time I heard him say this, it crushed my mind. He said this. He said, somebody asked him, well, how do you raise the money to do all these billion dollar deals? He literally waved his hand and he said, raising money is merely a function of how many phone calls you're willing to make. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a like, question, it's like right? This, yeah, it's like duh, right? <laughs> this annoys. Yeah, this annoys me, right? But <sighs> but that's the point. In today's world, using social media, using direct mail, whatever channel you want to use for marketing, you figure out how much it costs you to acquire an appointment with an investor. And let's say investors who are willing to invest a minimum of a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, you need ten investors to get you a million dollars in capital, and that's a great down payment on something. So that's the whole idea. The thing that's distancing you from whatever your dreams are is really comes down to how many appointments are you scheduling? And that comes down to math, which is how much does it cost me to get an appointment? And the mistake real estate investors and real estate agents make is they're like, well, I want to optimize. How much do you want to spend for an appointment, sir? Oh, could I get them for $20, please? And it's like, why? <laughs> why? Why does it have to be $20, It's not $500, but what if it was $500 and you're a real estate investor and every time you spend $500, you have somebody who's willing or potentially open to the idea of investing $100,000 into your next deal. Mm -hmm. How much would you spend on appointments in order to get a million dollars in capital? How much would a million dollars in capital change your life? It's purely a math question. You're simply not doing the math or not focusing the math in the right area. I love the, the,
1: I lo- yeah, I love the way you think. It's my opinion that you're so on point with this. And thank you. Um, thanks for bringing on Elon Musk quote. I hadn't heard that before. And also we get so caught up in the cost of something. And the only reason why we should ever be caught up in the cost of something mm-hmm. is if we've done the analysis of it not being a good return on investment when you factor in the, the potential opportunity of actually converting that so then it's just like you said doing the math and figuring out okay so it's three hundred dollars to get a appointment that sounds maybe on the surface expensive but how much do I actually make whenever I convert this person and so on the back end you got to make sure that you've got the deal flow to accommodate the leads that way you can put them into a deal But assuming you've got the deal flow to accommodate the leads, then it's just a simple math equation like you said. I I love this. We're going to do a lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round?
0: Can I say one other thing from what you just said? Yeah. I would just like to say this. One of the things marketers say, and I know a lot of investors don't hear this because you're not necessarily marketing like me and in that world, but one of the things we all know to be true is whoever can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins. Yeah, That sounds backwards, but it's so true. And here's the reality. Compared to 95% of the businesses out there, real estate agents and real estate investors can spend far more than the average person to acquire a customer. Think about an apartment deal. How much can you spend to acquire more capital? How much do you really make on that? Even within 60 days, even from just closing the deal and the initial fees that you're syndicating or whatever that you're making from that, you can spend out way more. Think about a hamburger place. How much can they spend to acquire a customer, yeah. right? This is the average business. It's normally 10 20 $50, $100 to acquire a customer. It's like it's getting tight, right? Your margins are almost never tight in real estate. You're just afraid because you don't know how to get the appointments and you haven't done the math. So I'm begging you because it will help every one of you so much figure out the appointments. It's not going to cost too much in 99% of the cases.
1: Right. And I will mention one thing, then we got to quickly do the lightning round on what you said, whoever can spend the most money to acquire customer wins. And that's assuming that you know what the lifetime value of a customer is for your business. Otherwise you're just shooting in the dark, but I live and breathe that statement with my apartment syndication book. So my apartment syndication book is 50 bucks on Amazon. It's Mm -hmm. the most expensive book that I know of other than a textbook in real estate investing. But I would certainly argue that my book is more valuable than any textbook I've read, which I haven't read too many though. And because it is priced at $50, which Anyone who's read it, well, at least I would imagine most people who have read it would say that's well worth the investment of $50, but that's not my point here. My point here, though, is because it is $50, I can afford to have my Amazon ads be at a higher price because I'm getting more profit on the book than any of my competitors that I'm competing against for those eyeballs. So my Amazon ads… I rank number one on multifamily investing, apartment syndication, uh, multifamily syndication. And the reason why I'm able to rank number one, one is through organic growth from the book. But then two, I have the sponsored ads and the best placements, which helps the growth because mine is the most expensive book. Therefore, I can have a higher price on my Amazon ads more than anyone else. Because if someone else were to match the price that I have on my Amazon ads, they're not gonna be making any money from the book.
0: Yep. That's genius. And the lifetime value of those customers is far more than the 50 bucks for the oh, book. Many of them yeah. want to come yep. to your events and all the other great, great things that you provide. We're going to do the
1: lightning round. We got like 60 seconds to do the lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Wouldn't it be nice to buy a piece of institutional quality income producing commercial real estate buildings for as little as $500? Now you can with Building Bits. Building Bits is a new platform where virtually anyone, regardless of income, can select a building lease to a major corporation with a guaranteed long-term lease. The $500 minimum with no upfront fees is available only for a limited time. There are great properties available nationwide with major tenants. So don't wait. Go to buybits.us today and pick your property before they're all sold out of the current inventory. That's buybits.us. That's buy, B-U-I, bits, B-I-T-S, dot U-S. The SEC offering circular is available at buildingbits.com. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com, and there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one, and we'll check it out. Best ever book you've recently read?
0: The Snowball by Warren Buffett.
1: Best ever transaction, business, or real estate transaction that you've done?
0: I flipped a 60-unit apartment deal. And on the front side, we got $235,000 without any cash of my own invested.
1: Well, why are you in the referral business if you can do that?
0: (laughs) The referral business could be a billion-dollar business.
1: There we go. What's the mistake you've made on a transaction?
0: I had an apartment deal in St. Louis, Missouri once, and we allowed all of the tenants to be funded by a city grant program that they had. It was a little bit higher rents, which seemed fantastic, but then we didn't realize that the city could pull it at any time. So the city actually pulled that program and that funding instantly overnight one night Dang. and all of our tenants were incapable of paying and we lost every tenant and that apartment complex was terrible.
1: Dang. How'd you end up financially?
0: We lost that deal. We lost it. To the our bank? Our Yeah, To that. the lender? Yeah, we lost that to the lender. Yep. Terrible. Best ever way you like to give back? My wife and I, that's our dream and our focus. So everything that we're doing from here, we're working to fund orphanages in Africa. And
1: how can the best ever listeners learn more about what you got going
0: on? You can email me if you have any questions, joe at exponentialreferrals.com. That's E X P O N E N T I A L referrals, R-E-F-E-R-R-A-L-S. That's Joe at exponential dot com or you can just search me on Facebook at Exponential Referrals.
1: Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I have a marketing background, so I think I'm just naturally inclined to enjoying these conversations, <laughs> but uh yeah. there- there is a whole lot of value in this for anyone, regardless of their background, turning a lead into a conversation. It's not about the leads. It's about the conversations which lead to appointments, which lead to conversions. But you've got to know your lifetime value of a customer in order to intelligently go about this process so that you know how much you can invest for these appointments. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best every day, day and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thanks so much,
1: Joe. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com and there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out.